0: What's up, guys? This is the Board Certified Gaming Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all things related to gaming. If you're looking for something that's not related to gaming, I don't know how you found us or what you're doing here, but we're happy you're here. Just stick around, because you might hear something that you find interesting, or we might talk about something that you like, or we might make a fan out of you. So don't leave. Please... No. Please don't leave. Don't go anywhere. So today... It's just me, just Andy. Little old Andy is here. Amar is going to be out. He will be on the podcast next week where we're talking about some other new cool thing that happened. So if you like the sound of my voice, you're in luck. If you don't, I'm so sorry. Just power through, get to next week, and you'll hear the soothing tones of Amar's voice, and you'll only have to hear me half the time. So get some plugs out of the way. We have, if you are listening to this on YouTube, good job. Keep going. These are great. But if you want to listen to this, like, in the car or at the gym, we also have uh, these podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search Board Certified Gaming. You'll find them. There's our logo there. There's nobody else with this name. Trust us. You'll find it. We believe in you. If you are, if you do like watching these on YouTube, continue doing that. And if you already are listening to these on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Thank you. You are awesome. With all the podcasts, make sure to uh, give us a review, give us a rating, let us know how we're doing, let us know if you like them or what you guys want us to talk about. We're always open to suggestions and we're always open to some constructive criticism because we're not perfect yet. So yeah, do that. Also, if you are watching the YouTube video, you know that we have other stuff on the channel check it out board certified gaming on youtube we have tons of videos that we do we try to change up our content and throw different stuff at you so you're not you know used to the same stuff you know we keep you on your toes and also with that we have a twitch channel board certified gaming ttv where you can watch us play live and talk to us engage with us and see what we're like outside of a recording and to know about those follow our twitter and instagram you will get up to date information We'll also tweet out some weird stuff because, you know, we like video games and I'm sure you do too. So that's Board Cert Gaming on Twitter and Board Certified Gaming on Instagram. Go check them out. As always, make sure to like everything you can, to comment on everything you can, and let us know how we're doing just because we appreciate uh, feedback and any kind of things that we can do to improve and provide better content for you guys. So thanks for listening, watching, tweeting, all that other stuff. So we're going to get into it. Today we're going to talk about Fortnite, our overlord president Fortnite, which is leader of the free world, the best game ever according to no one, but somehow the biggest game of all time, currently top the Twitch chart Twitch charts. They fucked up. Fortnite screwed up. Pretty badly though. They they messed up. So today it is board certified shaming, which I wouldn't have been able to say if Amar was here, he would have told me I sucked and that he hated me and probably would have walked off. So I'm glad I got that out. Board certified shaming. Fortnite made a huge mistake in, first of all, having a data breach. So I don't know if you guys heard about that, but there was a data breach back in November of last year where millions of Epic Games accounts information was Hacked and stolen, just because there was a weakness in Fortnite. I'm gonna say Fortnite and Epic Games, <laughs> they are interchangeable. Fortnite, Epic Games, same guy. Epic Games, there had a we- they had a weakness in their system, and hackers took advantage of it, got some personal information, and basically stole a bunch of people's credit cards and names and addresses and stuff. That's bad. That's very bad. Give your credit card to a random stranger or someone who wants to use it that you don't know, and see what happens. See if you like it. You don't. It's not good. So that happened in November of 2018, and they didn't let anybody know about it until January of 2019, so two months later. Usually that, I mean, that's not good that that happens, but it makes sense that they're not going to let people know as soon as they find out about it because they want to try to get the PR team on it. They want to try to get the cybersecurity team on it and say, how bad is this? How can we stop it? How can we plug this hole? How much information did they get? Can we prevent this from happening? Is it still going on? And then they get the PR team to say, hey, okay, we can, we'll can. we put out a story and we'll try to frame this as so we look the least bad as possible or the least dumb as possible. So that's what they spent the two months doing, which two months seems like a lot of time, especially when... You know, millions of people's information and livelihoods are on the line. I know they should have been faster. They should have been more prepared, but they were not. So that's why Fortnite screwed up. They did not make sure that their security and their information, all the, uh, their customers' and consumers' information was secure. So just hackers got into it. That's It wasn't that hard. And so... Because of this data breach, because of their, you know, efforts or lack thereof, there is a class action lawsuit that was filed against Epic Games, and they're going to have to pay the piper. So I, some of you know, I am an attorney. I am a licensed Wisconsin attorney. I am not your attorney. You are not my client, and this is not legal advice, but it's just, you know, I'm going to give my opinion because I went to school for this stuff. And I know a little bit of how, you know, I can explain how some of this works and why it happens. So we're going to nerd out a little bit about the law. I know it's kind of like the auditory equivalent of watching paint dry. I get it, okay? But I feel like people should know how this stuff works, what's going to happen, and, you know, I'll probably give some information that you guys can use if you do play Fortnite or you are an Epic Games customer. So class action lawsuits, if you don't know what those are, it's basically a lawsuit, but for a class. Thank you. That was my education. I'll see you guys later. I'm kidding. A class action lawsuit is what a regular lawsuit is, but for a ton of people because one lawsuit in one you know courtroom can't fit all of these people. That's actually one of the requirements of a class action lawsuit. It needs to be so many people have to have had some wrong done to them, the same wrong done to them, that it's just, it, it it's really impossible or impractical or unfeasible to have them all dealt with at one time in one small suit. Like, five people, yeah, you can get that done. A hundred? Probably not. You know, a thousand? Absolutely not. So that's why class action lawsuits exist. These people are all part of a class. So they are one group of people that share common, a common cause of action. So a common thing that they are trying to sue a party for. It only has to be one defendant. So in this case, it's these, you know, all of these Fortnite users and all these people who got their account information and their personal credit card information stolen, all of these people against one party, and that is Epic Games so all of these people are part of a class and they are suing fortnite and epic games together in order to try to get some remedy for the wrong and the breach that fortnite is responsible for so that's the one requirement is that they need to be there needs to be too many people in order to solve this in just one small thing the second they all need to have the same claim so they all need to have the same reason that they're there they can't have one guy sue because oh yeah they harassed me with emails or this guy, they were rude to me when I tried to uh, talk to them in customer service. Nope, it's your data was stolen and you could be on the hook. You know, your, your information could be used against you basically by someone who wants to spend your credit card money. So they all have the same claim. Finally, the last requirement, so the third requirement, is that all of the defenses that Fortnite has have to be the same which is going to be applicable here because if all of these people have the same problem as that this data breach is responsible for their information being out there and Fortnite's efforts and lack thereof is responsible for the breach, it's likely that the defense to it is going to be, well, we did enough. You can't have different defenses for different uh, plaintiffs. You can't say, well, yeah, well, this was because we actually did do enough It just happened anyway. And then this one's like, well, yeah, well, that shouldn't have happened because of this separate reason. I hope that made sense. So to recap, class of people, so a ton of people, it needs to have the same claim, and then the defenses and the arguments basically need to be the same for everyone. It basically needs to be one lawsuit multiplied by the requisite number that makes it big enough. So all of these people become one group, one plaintiff which if you knew that already, you can, you know, bravo, go to law school. I'm kidding. Don't go to law school. It's very expensive. So the class action lawsuit is going through. The one rub about class action lawsuits is that the remedy is kind of a slap on the wrist in most cases. So in this case, Epic Games is likely going to be settling this away. So they have a class action lawsuit, and then they're gonna say, "Okay, that's fine. We did screw up, but here's a, you know, twenty million dollar fund, or we set up a fund of, you know, thirty million or fifty million or something. Everybody who was affected or potentially affected, so basically every single person with an Epic Games account with a credit card on it, could potentially be affected. So all of you people, opt into this uh, class action lawsuit." And, you know, get some money out of this fund. We'll divide this fund by however many people opt in. So that's the thing. If it's $20 million and there are a million people that opt into this thing, everybody gets $20. That's it. $20 a piece. Which might not seem like a lot because it isn't, but that's how this works. Class action lawsuits are whoever is applicable in the class gets part of the remedy so whatever the financial value is of the money they're willing to give up for their mistake you got to divide that by everybody who's potentially harmed so it ends up not that's why these class action lawsuits like okay everybody gets like a dollar fifty or everybody gets four dollars even though the company looks like oh yeah they were on the hook for like you know forty million dollars but it's like yeah there were 40 million plaintiffs so like worldwide that really, you split it, you get a dollar each. So it do- doesn't end up being good for the it very people that have the worst of it. So the person that got their credit card information stolen, they're basically saying, well, here's $5. Sorry about it. Good luck. That's essentially what it is, which is why a class action lawsuit is nice, but, and it benefits all of those people who have been affected, but it doesn't really hurt Fortnite or Epic Games. So it, but there isn't really a better way other than getting some, uh, agency or some governing body to be like, Hey, you screwed up. You are going to have either criminal charges or you're going to get, uh, fined or all this other stuff for really screwing the pooch and fucking up. So that's. Class action lawsuits are nice because they make people feel pretty good and it looks really nice in a headline saying, you know, Epic Games has to fork over $50 million for data breach, but it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not, it's not more than a slap on the wrist. We still do it just because the people need some kind of remedy and some kind of thing to say, hey, you at least need to pay something because we're not just going to let you slide and do this and get away with it and just do it again. And... Deterrence is a viable goal. It is something that does come out of this. It's, man, we got publicly humiliated because everybody found out about this, we handled it like crap, and we had to pay out $50 million to the millions of people that we screwed over. That's not a good PR... You can't really spin that in PR. You can't say, well, that was actually a good thing. It's bad. And yes, bad publicity is still publicity. I get that but it's still not a good look. You know, Equifax had this data breach thing last year, I think. You know, it seems like there's a giant data breach every year because hackers are just getting so good and there's only certain uh, steps you can take to try to prevent this stuff. And our information is easily stolen and identity theft is just rampant across the United States as technology improves which is one of the downsides of us advancing in technology is that people are going to use it for nefarious reasons. But Equifax did it last year. They had their data breach. They basically, and their data breach, Equifax has way more information than Fortnite does. Equifax has social security numbers. It has more personal information than you fill out on your Epic Games account. And I think it also has credit card information and stuff. So, it's basically the Fortnite data breach, like, plus 20. Like, just because now with social security numbers, I can file a tax return, I can sign up for a credit card, I can do all this other stuff with your information as you that I have now just because I bought it from some guy who stole it during the data breach who got into their systems because they weren't, you know, putting enough money in cybersecurity. So that's an Equifax. At the end of the day, it's been a year, I think, since, like, that whole thing happened there wasn't really that much of a big you know deal made it was okay you did it you screwed up and they were offering free credit reporting like as a remedy for everybody like hey sorry for uh, getting for losing your information for people that wanted to steal it from you and got it through us hey here's some free credit reporting so give us more information and then we'll protect it next time for free and it's like, please shut up. Like, that's so stupid. And they were trying to argue that the class action people that were suing them for a class action suit shouldn't have gotten any money because they were getting free credit monitoring. And it's so stupid. Like, they tried to get out of it that way. And it's like, no, dog, you can't do that. That's really stupid. And then they actually had a tweet that said, hey, click on this website to get uh, free credit credit monitoring if you were affected by our data breach and there was a typo in the tweet in the link and that led people to a fraudulent site that basically stole more information and they basically were double fucked so that's Fortnite can learn from equifax because there are really dumb things that they did after they had the data breach that just no one should ever do in their lifetime but somehow equifax did it so Fortnite, their punishment won't be as severe it won't be as big of a deal people will forget about it and just continue playing Fortnite because it's the greatest game in the world apparently i don't like Fortnite. disclaimer i don't think it's that great of a game and i'm bad at it check out the video on the channel you'll see me suck at it so i have a bone to pick with Fortnite, which is why i'm enjoying this but they can learn from the blunders of the past in how to rectify the situation, and basically calm the storm before it becomes a giant thing. Uh, Huge settlement will go in there, you know, work well in their favor, making sure that they are communicative with everybody, saying, hey, this is the, these are the procedures we're taking, this is what we recommend, you know, this is what we're going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again, this is why this happened. You know, be as transparent as possible so that people understand what they're doing and can trust them again because they lost some trust. I don't want to give any money to Epic Games or Fortnite now because who am I, how do I know what they're going to do with it? How do I know this isn't going to happen again? You know, how do I, oh, that's not going to happen twice. You know, we got enough. We'll just put some more money towards it and be good. But then hackers always find a way. They find a way around the new defenses and then they're like, well, we're back in here stealing more information. Cause it, you know, gets easier, but I think Fortnite's going to be fine in the long term because this is just a, you know, slap on the wrist. It's no more than that. It's no more than, you know, yeah, you made a mistake and you're going to be ridiculed for it for a little bit, but people are still going to play Fortnite. People are still doing it right now. You know, they're all playing it. They're all blissfully unaware of where their information is currently. And that's the bad thing because Fortnite and Epic games can't do a damn thing about uh, people having their people's credit cards. They can't. They cannot do anything. It's up to the people that were harmed in order to save and protect their well-being because once somebody has your credit card information, they can do whatever they want with it. They can buy stuff online. You can't track that. It's as if you bought it. And then banks and uh, credit card companies are like, yeah, what can we do about it? It looks like you bought something online. How are you going to prove that you got your stuff stolen? Because you play Fortnite? Like, because you spent $5 on EpicGames.com and are claiming that it's not you, like, how am I supposed to know that? It just says you bought something online. How am I... You know, you might have done that. And then the bank's not going to be forgivable with every single person that comes in saying, hey, yeah, so I there were a couple purchases on my account that happened. I didn't buy those. It's like, yeah, they might give you a break a couple times, but if someone's got your credit card information, you better do something about it. And the only couple tips I can give is make sure to, A, opt into that class action lawsuit so you can get some money, even if it is like a couple bucks. You know, it the more people that add on to this lawsuit, the more that everyone else understands how widely impacting this thing was and how many people were hurt by it. So everybody opt in and see what you can do to add your name to the class action lawsuit. It doesn't really require you to do anything. The lawyers are going to handle it and they're probably going to settle. So, but just... Make sure that the impact of that suit is felt by Fortnite and Epic Games so they feel really sorry about it. And then anybody covering it makes to put that number, oh, millions have sued. Like, yeah, do it. That looks better. That's one. Two, if you could turn on two-factor authentication, please do that. It's very beneficial. What that is is basically you have a username and a password or your email and a password. You set, uh, enter that stuff and then you log in. And then after that, it's like, hey, we're going to send this code to your phone or to another email or to something else. And then you type in whatever that code says. Basically two forms of security to say, okay, if you know my password and username, you don't have my cell phone number, so you can't access the code. So you don't know what it is, you can't log in. Or you don't have my other email address, you only have one. So I know what the code is, and I'm going to know when someone's trying to access my account two-factor authentication, it's usually just two FA, do it, it's very helpful. Three, make sure to monitor your credit cards and debit cards and all of your finances to make sure that there are no fraudulent charges being had. The thing is with this, you're not going to know it's happening until you see it happen. You're not going to, if you were an Epic Games, if you have an Epic Games account and you have spent money there, your credit card information might have been taken. You're not going to know it's being used or taken until somebody tries to do something with it. So monitor your finances, make sure you know what's going on, and then if you see a fraudulent charge, try and go to your bank, try and go to your credit card company, explain what happened. Hopefully they'll be understanding, and then maybe try and change the credit card number or uh, switch it over to another one or freeze it until you can figure out what you're going to, if you can, figure out what you can do. So freeze it if you're able to do that. The thing is with this, at least there are no social security numbers or anything like that that could be truly damaging, even though this can be damaging. You know, it's it's credit cards. It's credit card information that, you know, if some random hacker decides to sell that credit card number to somebody and, you know, you get your uh, account maxed out, what are you going to do about it? You need that money. So that, that card might be the only card you have, and it's really important because you're running low on money. The only thing you could do was... You know, you wanted to buy your kid a skin on Fortnite, and you didn't think this was going to happen, so you didn't prepare. Or your credit report gets dinged because you have so many overdrawn accounts now, and you couldn't afford another one. Like, just, this has the potential to be devastating, and people need to make sure to watch and uh, monitor all the accounts they have, put on two-factor authentication, and then opt into this lawsuit as well, just so... You're covered, and then Fortnite gets, if it's going to be a slap on the wrist, make sure it's a giant slap with a big hand that's like rough and like gritty just with sandpaper on it that's been out in the cold all day. Just like, yeah, that's what you want the slap to be. So yeah, that's that's the class action lawsuit. That's the kind of the basics of one. I hope this has been educational, also informative, also screw Fortnite because, you know, how dare they? not keep track of the millions of people of, you know, that are on that have accounts with them. I think it's you know, partially they didn't expect Fortnite to be this huge of a game and so the security and cybersecurity and making sure all of the, you know, accounts were protected, which is cybersecurity. I know. They didn't really put much effort or funds or thought into making sure those were handled because they're like we have So many people that want to play this game, we got to provide all this content for them. Okay, we devote all our resources to that. Uh, Everybody, you're moving on to content, you're moving on to DLC, to all these seasons, to making sure the servers are running, to doing all this uh, pro-am and finals and all these esports stuff. Like, yes, do that. Cybersecurity, you guys, like Jim and Terry, you guys hang on. That's our cybersecurity department. You guys just relax. We're doing all this other stuff. I think that's kind of what led to it is that they probably had a, it wasn't going to happen to us because who would come after Fortnite? We're big and we got too big real fast and didn't really think about how many people we have and what vulnerabilities they have. Now that's, that is picking on on them a little bit. That is, you know, hindsight's 2020, something happened. So obviously they must have had something to do with it. So yeah, it is probably a little unfair to say they, weren't even thinking about it, but maybe that is, that's, I don't know how far advanced hacking technology is, but usually if you have a vulnerability in your system and some 16 year old kid or some, you know, random hacker can find it, then you probably weren't working hard enough because it's your consumers and your customers information that you need to protect. They are your Lifeblood. Consumer trust is everything. And if you don't try to cater to that and make sure it's being protected, then that trust is going to go away. Then you're going to look bad in the news. Your PR is going to tank. And then you're just going to fade out because nobody trusts you and wants to play. They're not going to buy anything. And a free to play game is going to remain free and nobody's going to pay anything. They're going to like, well, yeah, but you lost my credit card the last time. Why am I giving you another one? So they have some trust to earn back. And somebody should be held accountable, I think. You know, Equifax, like with what happened last year, their president, retired, air quotes, he retired with a $90 million package to leave. Basically, that's called a golden parachute. When CEOs are told to leave or asked to leave, there's a clause in their contract that says, if I am told to leave or if I retire with this contract, like because of this, or if I'm asked to leave or... If this thing happens and then I'm jettisoned out of here, I get a certain amount of money. And the XFX guy got $90 million just to leave the company and retire, which, hell, give me $90 million, I'll retire right now. Absolutely. But I don't think Fortnite is not going to have some CEO step down, or, you know, they're not going to be claiming and wanting his head after just a data breach. If they smooth it over well, if he really screws up, Equifax screwed up like they completely fucked up. And then they fucked up afterwards to try to like fix it. If Fortnite fixes it and is fine and it's completely transparent, nobody's going to want, you know, the CEO's head on a platter. They're going to be like, you know what? Fine. You repented. You owned up to it. You're fine. We'll keep playing your game and not worry about it. The settlement will go through. They're like, you know what? Okay. What's done is done all we can do is move on and not, you know, pay attention to the the millions of people's credit card numbers that are out there. Let's just focus on season 10 and thanking the bus driver and buying a new skin where we can do a dumb dance. So that's I hope it doesn't like I hope they do it well. I mean, I hope now that they don't have any resources in cybersecurity. I hope they move a lot over there. I hope they move more resources into PR and maybe helping people like, hey, here's how we're going to help you in the future. Here's what we're going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again. That would benefit them. If they just sweep it under the rug, yeah, people will forget. But there are people that won't. And that means if they just try to neglect it or just try to ignore it, it's going to keep happening and then it's going to make them look very bad as a company. They already have workplace uh, workplace conditions and all these, you know, uh, burnout and stuff, which I talked about in a previous podcast, they, always, they already have that. So they don't want to have, oh, also, we are sloppy with our data. Like, I think it, that's what's leading me to they are a big company and got bigger than they thought they were going to get and were ready to get. So they have employees that are working nuts hours, and they don't have enough security to make sure that everyone that's playing the game is protected. So that's, they have some improvements to make, and hopefully they make them. Again, if your information, if you think your information's been stolen or maybe it's threatened because you bought a skin, you know, a couple months ago, you know, I would check your finances, make sure everything's in order, keep monitoring them once in a while. If you can turn on notifications and say, hey, you just bought this thing and they'll send them to your phone. A lot of uh, organizations do that. Try and do that. Make sure you know what's being spent, when, how much money you have, how much money was spent, how much you put into Epic Games. Because if they start using random, if they just use your uh, credit card on another Epic Games account, then make sure that you are monitoring that. Just be cognizant of what money you have and what you're spending. As in all aspects of life, you should do that. And then turn on two-factor authentication and then opt into the lawsuit just so you you are covered and then Fortnite is also getting hit as well. Okay, so that's the podcast for today. I hope this has been informative. I hope it's been educational. I hope it's not been boring. You know, I I know I ramble on a lot. I, have, I get that from my dad. We just talk a bunch. And if somebody doesn't stop us, we're going to keep going. So I'm stopping myself because I have self-discipline. So I'm going to stop. But thank you guys for listening to this. This has been board-certified gaming podcast. Again, try to look for it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. We also have a YouTube channel. We have Twitch, board-certified gaming TTV, Monday, Wednesday, Friday streams. We have a Twitter, board-cert gaming, Instagram, board-certified gaming. Too much stuff. So follow it all, like the videos, uh, subscribe to the channels, give us reviews, give us comments give it a five star. You know, if we're that good, do it. If we're a one star, maybe don't. I'm kidding. Do it. You know, we appreciate any kind of feedback and constructive criticism you guys can provide and you guys are the best. So we only do this for you and yeah, don't play Fortnite anymore because it's not that great. And now your credit card's going to get stolen. I'm kidding. Don't do that, but go play something fun because there's a lot of games out there that are protecting your data and that are protecting your information. So go play those games until Fortnite gets its shit together. So I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. See you next week for the next podcast. I'm out.